You're listening to Just Ask Malia with Malia Horde from the Malia Realty Group, recorded at Bourbon Barrel Podcasting Studios. Hey everybody, it's Malia Horde with the Malia Realty Group, and we are with our next episode of Just Ask Malia. And today I have old dear friends, old meaning longevity, not age, but today we have Bullis and Rula Saeed, and they have been friends what, how long have we been friends, Rula? 14 years. 14 years. Our sons grew up together, and now we're empty nesters. So it's kind of exciting to sit here at the bourbon table, and let's talk about you and Bullis and the amazing businesses that you have had through the years. Right now, you have Mr. Yeros, which is an amazing food truck that goes all over central Kentucky feeding hundreds and hundreds of people at events and private parties and catering. And now you have a place in Green's Toyota, but you didn't start there. You started way back before that. So tell us, tell us what is your story about the giving of great food and catering to people throughout our community? Well, we started back in 1980. Nine in Turflement. Many people don't know where that is. Many people new to the city don't even know that there used to be a mall. It used to be on Harrisburg Road where... UK Sports Medicine is now yes. and Home Depot and Staples. Yes. And that was our beginning. And we were there for years... Can't even remember how many years we were there. Well, you were there for years because when we met, you still had your business in Turflin Mall. Yes. That is correct. And, and it started where, started becoming like a a deserted building. That, and, and, we, and we were the last business open at that mall. Wow. I and didn't realize that. Yes. People will come just to eat at Steak Fest. It used to be called Steak Fest. Okay. And... Down the road, 1994, when they sent us a letter that they cannot open the mall just for us because the people wanted our food, they forced us to close Steak Fest September 30th, 1994. It's our anniversary. I will never forget it. Oh, wow. And that's when me, and that was the last Steak Fest of the chain that was open because we had one in Lexington Mall. There was one in Bowling Green. There was one on Main Street. And, uh, but you only owned the one in Turfland. Yes, we only operated the one in Turfland Mall. Okay. And the kids grew there. Yes. All three of them. Actually, we had playpen back there. We had TV <laughs> back there. We found shoes in the ice maker. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. And then that's when Bulis and I like looked at each other and they goes, okay, now what? So, so who made the decision of next step, next chapter in your book of life? That was me. We, before we closed the mall down, we knew that it, you know, that day was coming. So I had a an old Greek friend. Uh, he lived here in the city for years, and I worked with him a little bit in some of the events that he he used to do, uh, festivals and stuff like that as well. And I worked with him, and he's the one that encouraged me to do that. You know, he was start coming to the mall, 
and seeing how low the business was. And he started telling me, you know, why don't you get you a food truck? And at the time, I had, you know, not a whole lot of idea about the food trucks. And back at the time, there was not a whole lot of food trucks to begin with. That's right. When we started operating, we were one of the few here in, in the city of Lexington. So how many food trucks do you think there are now? Gosh, <laughs> hundreds. Hundreds. Yes. Not in Lexington. Yes. In Lexington? In Lexington alone. Wow. But none of them last. So we had Steak Fest, and then your Greek friend gave you the great idea of opening up a food truck. Is it like hand-in-hand hand that you opened up Mr. Yero's, a Greek name? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They won't let us... I wanted to name the the, the food, food trailer Steak Fest on Wheels, but they won't let us for some reason. Uh, I don't know for which reason. Probably branding Because they were... Or, yes. Yeah, so mm -hmm. we had to come up with another name, and we called it Mr. Gears. So I'm originally from New Jersey, as you know, and when I graduated college and moved to Connecticut, Stanford, it's very heavily populated with Greek culture, and I had a ton of friends that were Greek. The best food, they all had the best diners, and then we'd go into the city after hours and go to the diners that were open there till four o'clock, and I'm a huge lover of Greek food, so I was thrilled when you guys opened Mr. Yeros. So tell me, food truck business, right? 1994, we're in 2020. This is 16 years that, that you've been correct. doing. Mm -hmm. Tell us about your journey over the last 16 years. Well, we've had a rough start to begin. Uh, we did, you know, going from a brick and mortar to a food truck, it was a, Starting transition. all over. It was starting Basically all over. Basically starting all over, but at the same time, trying to understand how the festival thing worked and define different festivals. Uh, I thought, you know, go finding stuff online and calling them up, you know, it's a month down the road. I figured, you know, I could get in, but it doesn't work that way. You had to book it like things that go on in September and October, you have to start booking them in the beginning of the year. Oh, wow. And the ones in the beginning of the year, you have to book like at the, at the end of like December, January at the latest. So tell me why is that? Is that because of space limitations? Is that because of capacity? Is that because of health regulations and... It actually has to do with the festival itself mm -hmm. because uh, most of the people that work with the festival, they're volunteers mm -hmm. and they have other jobs. So they want to get the, you know, everything set up ahead of time. And so they have, they're basically to free themselves, you know, for the rest of the time, for the rest of the year. Going from one business to another business like I have done as well, right? We took our gift company and we went into, you know, direct sales, real estate, owning a real estate organization. And it is different, right? You got to take some of the common sense and the business practices that you have. But I think the misgiving that a lot of us have when we do that is we know we can do this better and smarter, but we forget that we're actually changing maybe the industry, you, cho you changed an industry. You went yes. from the brick and mortar to something that was mobile 
And also you went to something that wasn't even known very well about at that time, 16 years ago, right? Correct. Now everybody's like doing a food truck. Yeah, everybody's trying to get his hand in this business. But when you are in the food industry, and that's my opinion, and you are the owner of the operation and you know the name and everything, I think you should treat it with conscious. And that's what we do. Mm-hmm. With Mr. Giro's the food trailer and Mr. Giro's at Green's Toyota on New Circle Road, I will never get a sandwich or a salad, anything out of the window that I will not eat it or feed it to my family. That's why you and I get along the way we do. People people laugh when you and I get together. I yes. mean, we're like kindred spirits, aren't we? That, we just, that is correct. I can read you the moment I see your face. You can read me the moment we see your face. And we're so passionate. That's what I love about you. Bullis, God help you. God help Chuck. <laughs> so, but... You you just said something that I have always used as my bar. When we had the gift company, we never gave anything. We never let anything walk out of our shop, either being picked up by FedEx or a delivery guy or a client, unless it was something that I would give my own mother. And I remember my employees turning to me saying, you want us to rewrap every single one of those and it was 225 like items and i said you bet i do that's that's unacceptable would you give that to your mother no then why would you give it to our client exactly that right? is correct and it's the same thing in our in our real estate office right we try to treat every client the way i would want my mother to be treated if she was buying or selling a house and you have to have a bar so i think that's an excellent point and i think that's a small a small business and community leaders, that's just an expectation that I'm finding most don't always share. And Would how you agree many? With that? Yes. And how many food trucks have you seen that they lasted? I've seen a lot of them that's come and go, come and go. People know what they're eating. People are not, if you know, that I don't like to use this word, they're not stupid when it comes to food. They know what they're eating. Like I've seen so many food trucks that they sell a euro and it's not even a euro. They don't want to spend the money for the the main thing, which is the tzatziki sauce. And they put ranch on it. You cannot, you are humiliating (laughs) the gyro by putting ranch on it. This is not how you do it. Well, I think what it is, is it's your brand. The way you cook, the way you serve is the brand of Mr. Yero. That's correct. correct? And we we fix each each item that is being ordered as if we're going to eat it ourselves. That's how That's a great the, bar. the least way to put it, you know, the basic way to put it. So how do you teach that to your employees and tell everybody who your employee your main yes. employees are? <laughs> <laughs> Poor kids. <laughs> we are blessed by three children, three a girl and two boys. They're adults. They are adults. They're not <laughs> kids anymore. Dina is 25. Bashir is 22. And Sam? 18. 18. 18. Yes. Dina started when she was eight months old. Mm-hmm. Being in the business. Being, being around it. Yeah. Being yep. in the playpen in the back of Turf Mall. She grew up there. And that's how, you know, they watched us doing it. Yep. They were with us all the time. They watch us fixing the sandwiches, and that's how 
and they had to be with us to be to where we are right now. We had to do so many sacrifices, and they had sacrificed a lot too. They couldn't be in so many activities because they had to work. Mall, they had to work. And then when we got the trailer, they had to work. And now, you know, they can run this business with their eye closed. That's right. So, and every time, you know, they're fixing something and it's not right, we correct them and they do it. Mm -hmm. And that's why now we're enjoying it. We can go on a vacation. We can go anywhere and they can run the business. And they do it really, 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 really good. So at Keller Williams, we teach the concept of moving from E to P, right? From being the entrepreneur to being the professional that actually runs a business instead of a job. And I think you two are perfect examples of owning a business, not running, coming in as a job. And you've instilled that in your kids, which has made our community a better place, right? We have a job as parents and I also believe we have a job as business owners and community leaders is to instill values and expectations that are going to make not only our family, but our community better. Absolutely. Right. And it's hard work, right? It is. It's hard work. So tell me what has been the hardest part of being a family business and what has been the best part? Well, the hardest part is that we had to be in each other faces 24 <laughs> seven. And, and that was one of the fun part too. No, it was not. <laughs> Perspective. Yes. D depending on how you look at it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, there were moments that we wanted to kill each other, but we didn't do it. It's hard, you know, and especially the kids, the going through them stages, teenagers, and the, and then the weekends are always booked. And, you know, kids want to do stuff on the weekends, but instead they had to work. That's right. I don't want to say they were forced, but we rewarded them in so many other things. Like, uh, And us being from a different culture, it's like, oh, no, you're on your own, or you're paying for your car, and, you know, stuff like that, which is it's there's nothing wrong with it, but they got you know we ha they had we had we took care of them. Let's yeah, just, they did well. You instilled good values in them, expectations, how to run a business, how to take responsibility, be accountable. I mean, those are life lessons that will take them until their dying day, right? Yes. Yep. I think it's hard working for your parents, right? It is. I think um, my father was also you know an immigrant. And came from a different culture and was very hard on the kids about working around the house and doing the chores and doing his side businesses. And I have seen me take those same things and instill them into my kids, which I swore I would never do. But now that they're 18 and 20, and I'm so thankful that we did them because when your 18-year-old son comes home from college and says, Mom will you help me raise my kids like me? And you think, okay, I did something right, right? It, you never, you always wait for that day where you're not going to always be the bad guy. But yes. your family business is amazing. So tell us about Mr. Yeros because it's great. I mean, it's great. And we've got a special event coming up with you guys that we can't wait to announce. But tell us 
what do you serve? Where do you serve it? Because you're not just a food truck. You do catering, you do food, your wheels will travel. So your office is wherever those four wheels will go, right? And then you have your stationary office at Toyota Green. Tell us about that. We do a lot of, well, this year was a rough year, but uh, in general, we do a lot of festivals, a lot of lunches for companies, a lot of dinners, a lot of breweries, wineries, uh, catering for special events for some weddings we've done, uh, catering for just different people, you know, that they want us to fix food for a family gathering or something like that. And the and best one was the bachelor party because I was the only woman there. <laughs> that was the best event we did. I was about to talk about that. <laughs> so what is your favorite food that you serve? Like the gyros. The gyros. The gyros and the Greek salads. They are so good. They are. Yes. The fluffy pita, the combination. It's I call it a party in your mouth. When you get a gyro, like when with the fluffy pita and the 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 meat get gets put on it like tender, and then you put the tzatziki sauce and the combination of the onions, lettuce, tomatoes, and the feta cheese. Mm, that is the best I ever. I wish people could see your face right now. <laughs> <laughs> you remind me of one of my college roommates that every time she ate, it was like, mm. I mean, it was just pure joy watching yes. her enjoy the food. It, just she, watching she, your whole face. She it was gets like, that, uh, the same thing from a lot of people. They could be sitting right there in front of her, and she's sitting there eating, and she makes them hungry just by looking at her. It's like selling <laughs> ice to an Eskimo. You could, you could sell yero <laughs> to any Greek person or layman. Yes, ma'am. But you'll, you don't just do yeros. No, ma'am. Let me tell you guys. They will show up at your business and park outside your office door for a couple of hours and just let everybody come and have food, which is what we're planning to do. So I'm going to blow the surprise. Um, or a little bit of it. But you go anywhere. So you, I think that's brilliant that you can sit outside an office and just let people come out and get lunch, especially like where we are right now. How handy is that when there's not an easy walkable restaurant nearby? That is correct. And we also, like, I'm not going to say we because Bulus was the one that was here before me. And they started that business with his brothers when it was steak fast mm-hmm. but we make also the best philly cheese you do. You steak do. sandwich I'm, I'm, ever and the best chicken philly sandwich ever see and I, when I, when a customer comes to mr giro's and we also make hamburgers and order a hamburger it goes man you can get a hamburger at mcdonald's no you cannot you get can't, creative but it's, but it's, but it's not, still not the it's same. same yeah it's still you're right you make an amazing steak sandwich oh, steak. Oh, the steak and mm-hmm. the cheese steak is amazing to die for. yes mm-hmm. we do burgers what else do we do well we've had a oh we do mediterranean menu. food too at one point. Yes. But this year we decided to drop quite a few of them because of COVID, of COVID unfortunately. Uh, we do uh, falafel sandwiches. Mm. We do hummus and pita. Uh, what else? Shawarma. Uh, shawarma sandwiches. Shawarma, yes. I make the best shawarma sandwiches. 
And even this year, we we operated a few events uh, just for companies and stuff like that. So we cut down the menu just to not have a lot of products. And everybody was coming. Why don't you have your falafel sandwiches? Like, <laughs> sorry, we can't do it this year. We're gonna have to pass on it. Hopefully next year. So tell me, what has been the best life lesson owning a business? That you have to be patient. You have to make sacrifices. Um, nothing comes easily. This is the most important lesson. You have to work really hard to, you have to hustle. get where you want to be. But anything worth it is worth that, right? And I think that's a lesson that's hard to teach. It's kind of like having a baby when you're pregnant. Everybody comes up to you like, oh, my God, it's going to be the best experience. It's going to be the best job. You, you're just going to love that baby more than anything. But you just don't get it until you actually hold that child. It's the same thing with the business. When you have a business that's built on love, family, passion, integrity, character, it, there's good things flow from it, but it's not always easy. And people only see the easy part, right? Yes, ma'am. We see you around. We see you now in greens. We saw you how you, you know, overcame losing steak um, fast. We see, you know, the food trucks. We see you always happy. Like, are you ever in a bad mood? I mean, really? Yes. Not in public, but, right? So people look at you and think, it's so easy. They've survived. Like, that's what I love about getting these conversations at the bourbon table is, you know, what are the lessons? What what can people learn from you? Who really are you? Because I believe our community here in the Bluegrass is all about supporting one another when they know you. And the people that don't know you, they need to know you, right? They need to know what you can offer. They need to know your soul and your passion, your friendship, as well as the quality food that you serve. The, the hardest part of operating the the family business food truck is the amount of time that you have to put in it. And right. if you're not willing to put that time, uh, like you were saying, many people think that, you know, they see the easy part, the operation, how smooth it goes. And, you know, the, the lines of customers that you have, and they, I've had quite a few people approach me like, what does it take to start a food truck? Mm. And my first answer to them was a lot of hard work. That's right. And a lot of passion that you have to put into that business. And that's the reason why I saw through the almost 14 years now that when op we've been operating the food truck that a lot of food trucks has came and gone because they were not willing to put the passion and the time into it. So what would you tell your younger self? Looking back, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? That's mm -hmm. why it's a rear view mirror. What would you tell yourself? Which, what would you tell someone looking to get into a business like yours? I'm going to tell them it is not easy. You have to treat it like you are raising a kid, your own child, and to put everything. You have to go all in. And you have to treat it. Actually, yes, we treat it as it's our baby. You have to take care of it, and that's how we watch it grow, and that's how, like, we are so successful, and everybody wants us. Sometimes we, like, we cannot double book. They want us, like, 
yesterday, Harley Davidson. Mm -hmm. They want us on two days that we're already so sorry, we're booked. Like when everybody got the hang of, okay, that's what we're doing because of COVID and they're going by the regulation. So now how we are back on the road and luckily we are so blessed, we are so booked. Mm -hmm. Like for example, tomorrow we're doing the derby party for 140 people. Tonight they're doing in Maiden City in Cynthia now. Mm -hmm. We're going to feed, I don't know how many drunk people, but <laughs> we're feeding them. But And that's how, you know, they keep booking and booking. And in Lexington, for example, yeah. we are the, the food for the horse park, number one. And we are the number one food truck for parks and recreation. Mm -hmm. They like we are the first to be called and the first to be there, and we earned it. We like we prove you have to prove yourself That's in right. this business. That's right. It's not just you know, oh okay, like I'm gonna. No, it doesn't work that way. You have to go all in, or you're not gonna survive. If you could change things that you did, what would you change? What would I? Ch I would have started. I like how am I gonna put it? I wish we knew about this business, the food business, way before mm. and got into it because it's a great business. It's, my opinion, it's better than being um, like, how am I going to say it? It's Bird better in than the brick the and mortar. Brick and mortar. But you do have a brick and mortar now. Tell us about Green's Toyota. What a great <laughs> opportunity. That's my baby. <laughs> Green's Toyota is, Mr. Gears that Green's Toyota is my baby. It's so funny, Malia. It all happens, I, I believe, like you. Right. God. It's oh, Everything's God. Yeah, it's, uh, mm -hmm. Yes. Like, I went back two years ago. I'm going to cut a long story short to uh, Florida for a convention. And we were with a bunch of ladies, and they wanted to go out at a Mexican restaurant. We're walking in, and goes, I'm not going in there. She goes, and a lady, she's tall. Like, I'm tall. And he goes, why not? I goes, well, the, look at the inspection. It's so low. You know, health department comes and inspects mm -hmm. you. So he goes, okay, fine. She goes, well, then we went to the hotel, and she's talking to me. And I don't know who she is. She goes, will you come to Green's Toyota and give the people there an ideas on how, you know, to operate or maybe adding a few sandwiches? I told her, what does cars has to do with food? She goes, we have a cafe there. And I told her, okay. So I went. Congrats. And she happened to be the HR of the company. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest becomes history. Yeah, and then I walked in there, you know, to give him ideas and I refused. And you know the rest. Like I told her, well, her name is Amber. I goes, Miss Amber, let me tell you something. I am like so, so honest. I cannot lie to you. These people do not need an advice. They need to leave. <laughs> and she goes, why is that? I goes, how do you tell me that you do not eat here? And she goes, okay, I got you. And then... She called me the next day and she goes, the cafe is yours. I told her, what? If we're going to let them go, you got to come in and take care of it. I, she goes, this, the cafe is yours. And he goes, mm. and she, okay, so she made me meet 
the GM over there, the general mm-hmm. manager. And she goes, well, you know, you, he, he's the general manager at Greens is also an immigrant. And he is the greatest guy ever. George Hernandez is the best person in Lexington <laughs> beside you. Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, so he goes, he likes to, he goes, she can come do whatever she wants. I think that's the power of our community. Yes. I really do. You know, I've lived in a lot of different places. I'm originally from the East Coast. I've lived in Florida, Connecticut, overseas. And I think the draw about our community is that we connect. And that's why I always say I connect the dots. Yes. Is because when people know you, they'll do whatever they can to help you. If they don't know you, it's not that they don't want to help you. They just don't see you wanting to help the community. And when I moved here with my gift company, I was told by a very prominent prominent leader's daughter, if they don't know you, they'll never use you. You have the best product we've seen, but you have to embrace your community. And again, that's why we've started these conversations because you have to embrace the community. And you guys, like, you keep embracing it, hugging it, squeezing it, letting it up for air, squeezing it, letting it up for air. Um, And you are a great connector to people. You're constantly connecting me to people. I try to constantly connect you. And I think you're just the success story that I love sharing with others in our community to maybe make us all think about doing one extra, you know, handshake or one extra introduction or just connecting the dot to somebody. That is true. Okay, so Green's Toyota Cafe is open from when to when? So people can come Green's in. Green's Toyota Cafe is open Monday through Friday from 8.30 to 2.30 at 630 East New Circle Road. They are the number one Toyota dealer in the state of Kentucky. There you go. The great people. I should give you a free car just for that advertising. I, I already <laughs> have one. Yes, yes. You, you get the we, best we, deal. We got two cars from them. One van and one car, and they gave us the best deal ever. Awesome. I got my great people. My van from the truck. It awesome. was the first 2020 getting off the truck. Hey, you got connections. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, so we can go eat at Green's Toyota from eight thirty to two thirty Monday to Friday. Yes. Or is there a place to see where what festivals you're going to be? Websites, social media. How do people find you? How do they call you to book an event? book you to come to your office where where do they find you uh the best place to find us is on facebook facebook yes okay and your facebook page for everybody is at mr gyros mr gyro g y r o s okay and on there will be a contact phone number yes yes okay and we will announce the promotion that we're going to do for the week of the podcast over at our Keller Williams office, everybody's going to have an opportunity to come and taste your food. So we're super excited about that. So stay tuned for the details on their Facebook page and ours, as well as all of our social media outlets, email, and live broadcasts. So tell me, what's your next plan? What's your next plans for Mr. Yeros? Any vacation in, in, the, in the near future? No, we're all to go on a vacation. I'm not going to risk it. That is Corona. How has COVID hit you guys? Um, How can we help you? Um, th- this year, it 
hit everybody, not just us, everybody. It, they got hit really hard. And uh, a lot of the food trucks that were still operating, unfortunately, may, they may not make it. Yeah. Especially the ones that had a lot of overhead, you know, especially if they bought their food truck and they still own money on it to a bank or something like that, they may end up going under because okay. there's not a lot out there to survive on. Well, we're thankful that you guys have adapted and you have figured out how to get through it. Yes, we were blessed with the cafe, uh, Green Seora. It was a huge relief that they opened on May 11 after we closed for almost two months for COVID. Mm -hmm. And then we reopened on May 11. And it was really, really like it's a blessing. I, I love it there. Listen, Rilla, you and I have known each other for 14 years. We have raised our boys together through thick and thin, pray together, love together, cried together. So I love celebrating your success. I love sharing your story with everybody. There's always great chapters in this couple's life. They've raised three amazing kids. They have two businesses that they're running, essentially, and um, they're great pillars of our community. So if you have not met Bullis and Rula, you need to go and visit them at Green's Toyota at their cafe, or you need to contact them and stay tuned. If you can't do either of those, be sure to drop by Keller Williams at the Mulia Realty office when we showcase them for an afternoon to everybody. I thank you guys for coming. I appreciate you. You know how much I love you. We do and too. As always, if there's anything we can do for you, we are here to help and connect you to whoever we can. Thank you thank for you. having us. Thank you so much. Well, that wraps up another great podcast. Thank you so much for joining us at the Just Ask Malia's podcast series. It's always a pleasure to help the local and future residents of Kentucky make smart real estate decisions. And we love connecting you to our community. And that's why we do this. So be sure to subscribe to our podcast series. Make sure your friends and family know all about it. Tag, like us, find us on Facebook, social media. And remember, when you're ready to buy, sell, build, or invest, I'm your girl, Just Ask Malia.